That's yeah. awesome. Um, uh, yeah, though, as for topic today, I didn't, you know, like I told you, Zach, I, I'm feeling much better. Still a little bit that's under good. the weather. I was going to ask how you're feeling. Thank you. Um, Since I know but, some people won't. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but you know who you are. You know who I'm calling out. Those who know, know. Uh, wow. Well, um, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, no, so, I mean, I was, like, just gonna go in kind of candid. I haven't even been paying too much attention to the market this last week or so. I know there was, like, a big fucking pull down and, and then it recovered. It... Yeah. Yeah, and then it recovered so quick that nobody noticed a single thing. Happened. Right, but it was like for two days there, it was like, oh, okay, is this it? Like, yeah, is the end near? Is the end near? That should be the name of this episode. That's okay. Yeah, we can do that. Do you guys end... believe in the the everything crash or something like that? The everything crash. Let's is let's that, talk is, about. Is that, that what it's called? I don't remember what it's called. Like they said that, like at some point, everything will crash all at once. Like, like stock, well, housing market, crypto, again, blah blah blah. To be the the house philosopher, it's like how far can we crash? Like to really to, to the end of our market as it's we know it means the end of our world. Like there to for there to be no market, like completely gone. That means like we'd have to be gone. So like. You know what I mean? Like what? Good like point. What, yes. Like what? Like what? What could it really crap? Like we could go back to like trading sticks, I guess, or something. <laughs> that was insensitive comments, or you know, our ancestors. But just you know what I mean? Like as long as we're around, as long as like we have like these like formal like unions and nations, like the market will be somewhat intact. But. So then that's just my opinion. Like, I don't know, like, the, what did you call it? Would you call it, Dewey, the... Everything cash? I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly. I I jumped a gun. Why don't you give us an intro into exactly what that is in your understanding? Oh, I don't really have an understanding on it. That's what I'm asking. (laughs) (laughs) One second. I think I saw it somewhere. I'm trying to find it right now. Is it called that? Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> but I mean, I because I I could hear that, and I just assume like I don't know. I I feel like I, no matter how well the market's doing or anything's doing, there's always those people. Like I just picture like a New York street and some crazy guy screaming, "The end is near." Good point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To the Moon. I am joined with Dewey Due Diligence, Sky the Limit. You know, Long is just here in spirit with us. Um, he'll be back next episode, maybe. He's a yes, wild he card. Is not, he is just here with us in spirit. He is very much on this plane still. Yes, but he is a wild card, so we never know with him. And uh, I'm just Zach, and I hope you enjoy.
Yeah. Um, thanks, Zach, for that great intro. As always, we got another jam-packed episode of informative and fun information for y'all. Uh, and yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. That we're like saying. Big... Oh, oh no! What were you saying? Oh, that uh, we're saying something about the uh, earthquake, like the big one, that it's gonna happen or something. But they they've been saying that for a while. And nothing happened. <laughs> well, see, that's like that's different though. That's like it happens every couple hundred years, and there's like a few hundred year range where it happens, you know. And we just entered the earliest that it could happen. I think it's bigger range than that too. I don't think it because we didn't have a like a major catastrophic earthquake a couple hundred years ago. I think it's like a couple hundred thousand years, right? No, no, it's only like. Like, I think it happens, like, every four to eight hundred years. And the last time it happened was, like, four hundred years ago. Huh. Okay. And so we're also, in, is like, the world going to end, too? Like, in 2012 <laughs> or something? 2012. Um, and then 2020, they're like, oh, we miscalculated last time. Should be, like, sometime about now. And then nothing happens. Get your tinfoil hats <laughs> ready. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I know, uh, it's one of my favorite quotes. Um, it's the market is going to go up for as long as it goes up. (laughs) And I'm going to assume it's going to go up till it doesn't. (laughs) Pretty much. Stonks only go up. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You technically, you don't lose money if you don't sell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so I, ha- I have a quick question about uh, real estate, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. So I, I know Pour you. Yeah. I know Zach was uh, mentioning something about that. Uh, so I was just wondering about the profitability of, uh, of real estate if you are renting it out, like Airbnb or renting out to people. Uh, well, what was it like long term saying, I guess? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um so when it comes to the short term rental market, uh the biggest thing that impacts it is location by far. Um you know, you can have really old run down houses that are, you know, four blocks away from the beach and they're gonna be booked every single weekend. Um mm-hmm. and all day long during the summer. Um, just because it's four blocks away from the beach, so yeah, yeah. Um, and then so it really depends on the market, you know. Um, if you're in like a good tourist destination or a good business tourism destination, that's that's kind of a new market for the short short term rentals that is really kind of becoming more popular, especially during COVID. Um, because you know a lot of people travel for work and they only um are in a place for maybe a week, two weeks, you know, and they used to just go to a hotel room and they would spend two weeks in a hotel. And now, you know, for a couple hundred dollars more a night, they can stay in a nice house for, for two weeks. And a lot of new tech companies, that's kind of like one of their new perks for their traveling people. There's some weird breathing going on. 
Mm, I adjusted my mic. Maybe is it is it still there? I have kind of a stuffy nose. I think it's gone now. I think it's gone now. Okay. I thought holding my mic there would be better, but I guess <laughs> it made weird breathing. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um But yeah, like short term rentals, you know, I I think there's definitely a possibility for them to, you know, like definitely they, they make more money overall. Um but long-term rentals are a lot less of a headache if you get a good renter. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. You know, that, that's something with short-term rent- rentals that, you know, you, you have, like, let's say you're booked all year round, you have a really great property, you know, it's high traffic, great location. Um, you might have over 100 guests come into that house. Um, are not even guests, but like a hundred individual stays. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that, you know, each party, and you know, let's say your average size is three, so you know you're getting three hundred people coming in and out of your house. That's a lot of wear on everything, you know, from the septic, from utilities, um, just the hardwood floor, the carpets, and everyone thinks they're the exception to the rule. You know what I mean, like. You know when you do something that you're not supposed to do, like yeah. flush Q-tips down the toilet. Yeah, sure. Well, every yeah, everyone I mean, thinks everyone thinks like, oh well, if I'm the only one that does it, it won't be too bad. <laughs> Which is true. You know, you can flush Q-tips down the toilet once every blue moon, but if everyone thinks they're that exception, then you get a lot of issues. Yeah. And everyone who stays um, only going to be there for, you know, a couple of days or so. So they don't really care about the longevity of the house, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you have a really good long-term renter, um, you know, you could possibly, um, you know, have, have someone that cares about the property. But, you know, let's say we have a place that could rent for, you know, $3,000 a month. Um, you know, that's $36,000 a year. That's a good amount of money. Um, but if you were to do that same comparable house on Airbnb, you could be looking at over $60,000 a year. So depending uh, on location, like you said, yeah, yeah. Like if it's the right house, you know, and Um, also like for that, you have to account to like the, uh, like either management or what is it like the cleaning fee? Yeah, cleaning fee is the biggest. Well, you know, so you have a lot of different things with that, right? You know, you got your cleaning fee. Um, You have to clean it between every single um, guest. You know, that's just something you have to do. Um, So you have to hire a housekeeper that's reliable, does a good job. Um, So basically, kind of like an employee, but it'd be a 1099. Um, You have to have a local contact. So in order to have... um, tenants you know that's called a transit transitory um tenant mm-hmm. sorry i'm getting some feedback you're getting feedback like a like a like feedback I, loop or something yeah like i'm hearing myself really in my headphone yeah that's weird because i mean i'm in my headphones what about you dude yeah i'm also using headphones right now yeah me too just, uh... okay that's weird no it's good now okay uh, so, yeah, you know, you have 
you have to have a local contact. So that means if you don't live near your property, you have to hire someone to handle issues near your property. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. And so if you don't want to manage all of these different things, then you have to hire a property management company. And you know, there's a number of them. And they're going to take anywhere from like 18 to, you know, 55%. The profit? And then you have, yeah. 55%? And some of them do. Dang. Um, but they fix the, the property ones- management? Yeah, but ones that take that higher percentage, they'll fix anything that's broken. So, okay. so they're so 55 paying for that. You better not call me ever. I just want to get a check in the mail. Like it, that is exactly what it's like. Um, you know, so this is a package for how hands-on you want to be. Sure. Um, and then on top of those percentages, you have to pay. You know, red awning. Airbnb, Verbo. Um, Wait, can you, you explain know. what those are? Wait, red awning is that? So, a- red awning is basically just like another Airbnb. Oh, um, okay. And now you even have hotel companies getting into the short-term uh, rental business. You know, Marriott has their own program where they list house, um, where you can use like your Marriott Rewards and uh, stay at like luxury houses um, cool. within like a Marriott profile. That's smart. Yeah. So, um, so you have to pay a fee innovation to them. on their part. Yeah. If, you know, if you list on their platform, you gotta, you gotta pay them their cut. And that could be, you know, anywhere from 10 to around 10%, maybe a little more, maybe a little less on, depending on the website. Hmm. What, what's, but, uh, spawned your interest on, on rentals, do we? Oh, um, because Zach was mentioning something about it before and just sound like something uh, interesting, I guess. Like, uh, it's a passive source of income. It is tied to the housing market, which is relatively stable, you know, like long term. It should be should be fine. People always want to have a place to live, I guess. And yeah. uh, it's always nice to uh, have a a beach house location or something when you're like going you know, like going out or something like that, you have a, a spot to hang out at. Yeah, you know, it's definitely um it's definitely a good source of income. Um it just, you know, like anything, it's just like the timing's timing's right and depends on how long you can hold it. And with property it's more of it's not how long you can hold it. It's Sorry, not how long do you need to hold it till it's profitable, but it's like how long can you actually hold it? You know, I know people that buy houses, you know, um, at the peak of housing prices, you know, and yeah. and this was in Portland, you know, they bought a house um, in Northeast Portland. They bought it for like, I think, like 360, you know, in mm-hmm. 2008. And like right before the crash and yeah. instantly that house lost like $120,000 worth of value, yeah. um, which was fine. Cause they were able to hold on to it, you know, and they mm-hmm. overpaid. And after, you know, a few years, they, um, you know, that house became worth more than what they paid for it. Um, it just didn't happen 
as quickly or as yeah. what they thought. But now that house, you know, is probably worth like five fifty or you know maybe even like six twenty. You know, depending on mm. if it's been redone or not, just because Portland house prices are outrageous now. So it's you know like yeah they bought at the worst possible time to buy a house, but looking back at it, you know, ten years later that house is still fine. more than when they originally purchased yeah. it. And they're living in it too. It's not like they're... Are there you know, any markets um, in the country that haven't uh, like climbed back to those like reset, like post uh, pre-recession numbers? I, I, I mean, I, there's none I can think of off the top of my head. That's why I'm asking. I think the only um, thing that I can think of is uh, the Japanese currency. Is that true? Or I'm not sure if it's true. I'm just putting it out there because I think I heard it somewhere. The Japanese currency is one is of the currency most or... yeah, sorry, interesting ones. Um, they, I think they're one of the only major currencies that has a negative interest rate still. Does that work? <laughs> That's yeah, that's right. Be... I've heard about that. Yeah, someone, this guy was telling me about that at a bar one time, and I was like, "Wait, they they pay you to borrow money? Like what?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> that that'd be more for a forex episode. We uh. <laughs> <laughs> we need uh, long hair for that. Yeah, we need long hair for that one. But yeah, no, the Japanese, like when I was trading Forex a bit, um, it was like the Japanese um, currency to the Swiss one because the Swiss had the highest interest rate and the Japanese had the negative interest rate. So you try to make money off of the, the carryover swap, but interesting. that was years ago and I'm sure it's changed a lot now and i would never try to trade forex right now but that's just me i know skylar you've thought about dabbling in forex a bit oh yeah i have i I, from i spent a good amount of time like researching it i got pretty deep into one dude's corner of the you know his thinking of it um I don't know why you would trade it. I don't see what the advantage of trading that versus anything else, really. Like, if you just like the Forex market, it just seems uh, fascinating to you. But I don't, I, don't, I don't see, there's nothing that I see that would make it, I don't know, much more appealing or less appealing than any other, like, you know, thing you can trade. I actually won a forex trading competition once and i was um i i was just like so i had a fake account and everything right Uh i I forgot even what it was for but we used meditator for platform okay so it's paper money right uh it can be paper money or it can be real currency too you can link it through a real broker oh okay um And so I was trying to set up a trade that, um, like, I was trying to just figure out, like, a really safe trade to hold overnight that would make a small amount of money because then I was going to open up 
a Mexican <laughs> Forex account because it gave you 800 to one leverage instead of the 50 to oh one gosh. leverage that you can get in the United States. Um, Sheesh. And uh, so I was just looking for something safe and just to make, you know, maybe like $20 a day. And so I had all my fake money in on this trade. And for my trade theory, I was shorting uh, the Great British Pound with like a whole bunch of different currencies. And completely unrelated, I, it was not on my radar at all, but Brexit was happening. Oh. And so Brexit happened. And in my paper trades, Guy I was all shorting the Great British Brown with like every single currency. You know, so you hit uh, the Black Swan event. I hit the Black Swan event and I won That's like, you know, I think it was like a $25 or $50 like Steam gift card. Nice. <laughs> so, and my fake little paper trade account, I was like a trillionaire. <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious how you were shorting the British pound and you didn't know that, like, Brexit was happening. Yeah, no, like, completely unrelated, wasn't on my radar at all. Um, so you were shorting it on uh, technical analysis or? Yeah, it was actually a really bad strategy, you know, like, so, like, you know, I was trying to think like I'd been doing a whole bunch of study on Forex and everyone was like coming up with all these, you know, strategies based off of like short term momentum, um, you know, looking at the changes between like the 15 day, 30 day charts. And I thought, what if I go back farther? What if I come up with a strategy that's based off of long term history, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I was looking at like, 200 day charts um and just trying to see if there's a strategy there and just trying it more familiar more of like charts and stuff like that and um it actually was the strategy was working for like a couple of days and then um just the profits weren't enough for when they weren't working um for it to be like a sustainable strategy but Yeah, no, I just wasn't even thinking about any current events at the time. So, yeah, Brexit was or, a surprise. <laughs> or else you would keep doing it and create a steady revenue income, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, but oh, yes, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you can go. Um, doing you kicked us off on a cool topic. Uh, just general passive income. Uh, and Zach, I remember you and I just had a conversation yesterday or a day or two ago um, about you were you were telling me you're you're into some new thing that's giving you like five dollars passive income. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I can talk about that. Um, so for for my nine to five job, um, there's some days where I drive a lot. Um, you know, I'm almost averaging like a hundred miles a day. Um, and I downloaded this app called Coin, and it tracks your location data and it sells it, but it gives you cryptocurrency in exchange for verifying your geolocation. I think you made all of the 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 data 
I don't even know what to call them. I was going to say nerds, but I don't want to offend anybody. But you made the people who love data, they just, they cringe right there. But I know, I know, <laughs> I bet they did. And that is completely fine. Um, for me, yeah. I have so many things, like we're all tracked constantly yeah. with stuff that we don't mm-hmm. know about. So I might as well get paid. <laughs> Are you getting paid in their token or something? Yeah, I am getting paid in their token. Um, is it I, redeemable in dollars or is it just redeemable in like products or something? So there is ways to you can redeem it in other cryptocurrencies. Oh, so you can trade it to Bitcoin or ETH or something. Yeah, you can trade it to um, Bitcoin or Ether. Um, and then from there, you can, you know, redeem it to other stuff. Um, you can redeem items with it. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um, oh, but you can't do fiat, right? You can't just like straight get it. No, you can't just go straight to dollars. Oh, okay. That's a cool. That's yeah. I, and have I, you actually redeemed it? Um, I haven't yet. I have like around two thousand of the coin right oh, okay. now. Um, and I actually just bought a little thing that, like, it's a Bluetooth device that helps verify your location even more, mm-hmm. and it gives you twelve times the rewards. So. You know, oh. in about a week, or not even a fully a week yet, but I've got when I started using this app like a couple of days ago to now, I have gotten a thousand coins. So if I got 12 times that thousand coins, then that would be roughly, you know, like 10,000 coins is roughly, I think, like five bucks. Huh. So, so yeah, I should be getting around five dollars a week from it. That's what's up. I don't know who would turn their nose up to that. Yeah, Unless definitely. You're like super freaking scared about your data going to Russia or something. Yeah. Maybe you're doing something shady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The app uh, is crazy, though. Crazy um, good or crazy bad? Like, what like, about? Uh, like, like, just kind of crazy to use. Okay, so you can get one ether for four million. Yeah, well, an ether is seven thousand like, coin. Yeah, two ether is like two thousand dollars. So yeah, it'll take you, you a while. Point zero two five bitcoin for one point six million coin. Huh. Um, what is that? Can... What is point zero two five Bitcoin? How much is that? Probably like around a thousand dollars. There's also some cool prizes that you can get for a lot less. You know, like um, here's like an Amazon Echo fourth gen for under two hundred thousand coin. Um, you know, a Switch for seven hundred thousand. Apple iPad. Seven hundred twenty-six thousand. Um, is it like an actual coin? As in, like, is it an actual cryptocurrency that's listed somewhere, or is it just sort of like they say it's a coin, like it's a, like it's a like a point system thing? You know what I'm saying? 
yeah is it an actual token or um do you know or yeah it's it at least has the illusion of being a real coin um okay. it it's xyo is the coin xyo um oh it does exist yeah so it is huh. it is a real coin so it does go up and down in value also yeah oh, okay so it's I think like you can less than, oh no it's not even it one yet. sense it's not even one cent zero zero yeah four. uh but yeah so it does go up and down uh um yeah so if you can just hold those coin and if the market cap for it increase you could be gaining appreciation from the um, price 3.6 annual yield 3.6 oh that's not yeah. bad so and and that collects um daily so oh, okay. like compound daily yeah um so like i can collect my interest you know every day and usually it's like right now it's like a fraction of a coin you know oh you have to click collect they don't do it for you no you have to click collect and then there's different ways to like mine um so you can mine your home location and then you get bonus rewards for mining that single location multiple times it's crazy, it's crazy that like that's just straight up like we're taking your information and we're paying you for it <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what most companies do, though, and they just don't that's tell true. you, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, shit. You can take surveys for coins. Like, I took one survey. Um, it said it only took 15 minutes. It took me, you know, probably, like, actually 15 minutes to do it. Um, but I got, like, 1,300 coin from that. Oh, 1,300 XYO or something? Yeah. Yeah, XYO. Huh. Um, you can also own part of an area. Which, you can own a part of an area. Yeah, and it changes weekly. So right now, and what, so what's far, the benefit of owning an area? So if you own part of an area, you get a fraction of all the coins that are minted in that area. What? <laughs> and when you own an area, you get a cut of all the drug money that runs through there. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm not, like, there's not a lot of people in my area that do it. So I was yeah. just playing around, and I was, like, owning a lot of my area. I paid 105 coins. Um, currently, I own 36% of the area, and I've made 64 coin off of that. So I'm still down, you know, about 35 coin but i have three days left so um, you can you buy area that's not that you are not close to you so you can just buy like a spot in new york or no you have, to, you have to be near it oh you have to be able to go there oh, okay got it yeah interesting huh. and the area goes to the biggest miner or something or is it uh, tenured how do they do that no it's just whoever so each week the area um kind of like resets mm. and you just have to see um if you want to pay the most so like right now i could pay you know 
more money and have more ownership of that area, but I don't think it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. So I probably won't do that. Um, but yeah, like it's weird. It's interesting. Um, you know, I don't. Right, like, it doesn't seem like it's, like, costing you a lot as far as just, like, your time or, I mean, you don't, you already, you know, you don't care about your data, you're not trying to hide anything, so, I mean, it's, like, I like to, you know, ask myself going into just about anything, especially, you know, anything financial or just risky is, like, what's the risk, like, what's the reward, you know, and if the risk outweighs the reward, I probably won't do it, Um, but, like, in this case, if I'm ask that question i mean what's the risk you know you fucking you waste a few minutes a day on this app or whatever and the reward i mean is you know know, no idea it could be huge you know the there's no cap to the upside and i would say there's like there is no basically no downside yeah so it's like (laughs) stuff like oh are you sending us a i'm sending i'm sending you guys i'm trying to We'll see. I don't know. Maybe don't do it yet. Maybe that's the wrong link. <laughs> I got it. I got to get. I got to oh, get I, mine. I, ha- I had this for a little while. I think I. I don't know why. I just didn't really. This you remind know, me of uh, sweat, like sweat coin or something. Oh, like that. I remember sweat coin. Yeah. Is that legit or? Um, I think. It wasn't legit because it wasn't actually a real cryptocurrency. It was just a point system. You see what I mean? Oh, it's a point system and then it convert into dollars or? Yeah, it would convert into dollars. <laughs> um, this does seem a little bit more um, legit. Yeah. It's actually a crypto, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a crypto and it's actually been around for a while. Um you know, I, I tried downloading it a while ago. Um but and then so, I don't know, like Skylight just about kinda it? stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh okay. Here let me I have a here's my actual invite link. <laughs> yeah. So, if I can I'll sign up again. It's yours. It's probably tied to my phone's data somehow, though. So, yeah, you guys heard it here first. You know, um, Zach's trying to sell all your data. Um, <laughs> just do it. to the moon. Don't, <laughs> just don't do think, it. Don't think, just buy. JK, you know, don't there, do that. There's a lot of cryptocurrencies out there that aren't aren't trying to do something and they're just trying to exist for the sake of existing and that's what i try and watch out for you know a lot of people now call them shit coins yeah. um which is kind of sorry zach no let's finish i thought oh no what, what do you want to say um well i i thought you were kind of um done so i didn't mean to cut you off but i was gonna say it's like transitions into just something i wanted to talk about um which I think both of you know a lot more than I know, but just like just basic 101 tokenomics, how you grade them, um, you know, what are like the stats and just, you know, tokenomics you're looking at when you are 
perusing them and, and, and making sense of what's what what's what. Uh, yeah. And obviously that's a big, you know, um big point right there. If they're building something on their system or not. Yeah. Um I and you know, here's a good way to like analyze, you know, some some cryptos. Um so like what's the current price of Tesla? Do you know? Let's see. Uh, uh, off the top of my head. Five hundred? Uh, no, six six uh, around six fifty. Six fifty. Okay. And then what's the current six, price of uh, Apple? Um maybe four hundred or something? No, no, wait. No. Uh, 14. Uh, uh, 146. 146. Okay. So what company is so. worth more? Apple. But Tesla's stock is higher. Yeah, but market cap. I've been talking about oh, this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, and that's what it comes down to, you know. And so, like, cryptocurrencies are, you can do the exact same thing to them. You know, how many coins are in circulation? What's the coin worth? Bam, you got your market cap. Um, then the next thing with it is how often do they issue these coins? How do they issue these coins? Is it capped? Is it uncapped? Like Dogecoin, it's uncapped. So, there's an unlimited supply as opposed to other cryptocurrencies that it's do have a limited supply. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how it is, I guess. But any supply that's unlimited is inherently worth less than a limited supply. Well, you said any supply guess, yeah. that is limited is worth less? No, yes. that's unlimited. Right. That, yeah. yeah. Unlimited would be worth yeah. less. Yeah. So those are the things that you have to watch out for. So like these shit coins, they have unlimited supplies. Name drops and shit coins. I, I don't even Put like them to justify blast. them. I don't even like to <laughs> justify them because... Yeah, don't, no uh, publicity at all for the shit yeah. coins. And it. another thing that you can look out for them is who controls how much of the wealth and how much of that wealth has been minted within like the past six months. Um, and I think there's a website where you can go on and see like how the percentage of how much the 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 wallet is distributed. Like if one wallet hold forty percent or to sixty percent of a uh, of a coin, you know, like that's probably a rug pull. Mm-hmm. Because you know that they kind of defeat the uh, the purpose of a. Uh, decentralized if ever sure if, if, if most one person of it's in hold. one place yeah yeah, yeah. you know and sometimes there's... they spread out to multiple wallets but it's still the one owner too so you have to be careful with that also or you'll see like i know there's one coin that was like gang passed around and people were trying to hype it up and it was like it'd been around for like two years um the supply had like like 50 x within the last three months and 30 percent of the whole supply was owned by one person <laughs> and there was like no technology nothing like innovative about it it was just like a random crypto coin thrown on you know ether or something you know um nothing innovative about it but people were trying to hype it up for no for the sake of hyping it up like even their hype videos were like you know 
hey, buy this because if enough of us buy it, it'll be worth more later. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of those. And I that's mean, that's Wall Street bets in a nutshell, right? <laughs> it is, but you know, there's there's really some utility with Bitcoin, which is where it gets its real value from. And shit coins do not have that utility. Mm-hmm. Righteous. Righteous. Have um, you guys uh, heard of Axie Infinity? No. Uh, so it's like uh, a website. It's very similar to... Uh, um, what is it? Crypto Kitty that uh, me and Zach used to do a while ago. What is it, it called? It, Axie Infinity. Axie? Yeah, A-X-I-E infinity it's extremely similar to that but it's more like oh, okay. pokemon based also like this different um the creature that you can buy and you fight them in a team just like how pokemon work and a different element like uh, grass wind or whatever I, I i haven't looked into the actual element yet but you can buy these uh axi which is like these cute little creature and you can breed them, you can fight, you can go on adventure or something, like a PvE mode. And then you can play with other player to gain to earn money. Um, you can earn like I think what they you earn is uh, something called small love potion. So small love potion is small S S L P and and you can sell those for money. So I heard that a lot of people, like, say, in more developing countries, like the Philippines mostly for this game, where they would play, play this game and they would actually make a decent income because, like, a small love potion is, like, what it said here, like, 28 cents. And if you play and, and you, you play versus even the bot in the game and you say you earn, like, 10 of these, you know, that's, like, mm-hmm. uh, two, three dollars, but, like, for... People in developing countries, that could be, you know, enough to live for the day or whatnot. Yeah. That's and it crazy. has been rallying quite a lot, like, this last couple of weeks. Huh. Yeah. Axie Infinity itself went up from, say, this month. It went from, like, 3 $4. And at its highest point, is like, 27 28 bucks. And it's like at twenty four right now, and we're in a like a middle of like a scare market. Like people are not really putting too much money into Bitcoin. They've been staying still for quite a while, but this coin have been pumping quite a lot. Well, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, are I, you gonna I start buying it? it? <laughs> I, I think I will. It just looks it. like something I'm interested in in general. Just as a like. I I have a like a hard time letting myself play video games like which is stupid cuz I do a lot of other things that are not productive but like that's just one thing that like I always in the back of my mind I'm like yo like this is not helping you do anything yeah. yeah so if I can you know try to make the excuse that oh well I'm investing <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, making money I, from this uh, I, I'll tell Henry about this because um, me and Henry used to play an iPhone game together, one where people would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on it. 
Right, and we talked about that a little on the show. Yeah, huh? I think yeah. so. Yeah, and you crashed the server, or like you took over the something. He was out there bullying people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there um, is a cost entry to play this game though, because you have to buy those Axie, and like you can make money from buying land in there, and you can do all sorts is- of things. Yeah, and it's on the Ethereum network, so which can be expensive. It's not. It's not working for me so far. It's not. What do you mean? Um, it's making me do a captcha system that is. Oh yeah, broken. yeah. Oh, there's a. You have to open to the next slide or something. There's two slides or something. Yeah, there is. Oh, this time it went through. Yeah. It was. It was being. It was being weird. Being difficult. Yeah. It's partnered with Samsung, apparently. Really. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft, Binance. Ave, Ave is another crypto. Uh, I do not know the rest. Well, I do know Kyber Network and Maker, but it's Upbeat, Upbit, Upbit, and Delphi Digital, which uh, I had never heard of. Um. Well, that's I think a good show for today. And <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I really think that I do have to go, but um, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening and if you like the content that we do on the show and want to see the other things we are working on you can follow us at Ophelia Tech on LinkedIn Facebook Instagram MySpace Friendster you know all the major ones and you can also follow us at Stockwise app on Twitter and go to our website and subscribe to our newsletter we come out with content throughout the week that just alerts you on stuff that we're thinking about and please make sure to subscribe and comment about our podcast. Let us know what you think um, on any of your preferred podcast platform. That works. That's solid. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, very juicy.